Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. deserves this but you who else deserves it but you who else deserves it but you just for a few seconds let your mind run back and think about all of his goodness think about all the ways he's made think about all the things only God can do in your life and praise him for that right now if you can't think of nothing today to praise him for praise him for what he did yesterday yesteryear last month he's worthy of all praise Father, we love you and we thank you today for your name alone is great. Your name is above all names. (laughs) We're not even talking about your character yet. Your name. At the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So God, we honor your name today. We worship you in your presence, Lord. Let your spirit flow in the name of Jesus. From the inside out, let your spirit flow in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. That's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Speak to us. Lead us. (laughs) We feel your presence. We sense your presence and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, have your way now. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that prayer, say amen. Be seated. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God. And that's what this is all about. When we're talking, we've been talking a few weeks about being born again. And we've expanded now to the fire in the cloud, how he led, led them. The first thing, and I'm skipping ahead, but the first thing that the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire represents is presence. The first thing the cloud and the fire represented. If you can go to the second slide for me just so we can see. Keep playing, my friend. A replica of the pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He led his children from bondage to promise, which he's trying to do in each of our lives today. You felt that. That was for you. He's trying to lead us out of confusion into promise, into peace, out of stress, into joy, out of poverty, into prosperity, out of dysfunction, into purpose. That's what he's trying to do. He chose to lead his children out of bondage through a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. 
And the Bible says it never left them 24-7 and never, while they were asleep, they saw this big old cloud. <laughs> Oof. While they were asleep, they saw this big old fire. Because the first thing the cloud and the fire represents is presence. <laughs> presence is a very strong thing that matters. Presence matters, especially in trouble. They came here and they did security assessments, threat assessments of Live Church. They call it threat assessments. And they said one thing you don't have is visual security guards. And I said, I don't want anybody to know who security is. I want, you know what I mean? Everybody to be kind of incog. I don't want the CIA up on stage. But they said it's important to have seen presence of protection. <laughs> because if somebody came here and thought about trying to do something, they'll at least think twice because they see you got protection. <laughs> the first thing God's presence is in our life is protection from the enemy. When the enemy sees his presence on your life, they think twice. They go back to the drawing board. The presence of cameras in stores. If someone wants to steal, they'll think twice because they see the presence of something. Presence is very important. The presence of parents in the home raising children. We, 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 we often talk about the presence of fathers, but also the mothers. The presence alone of the parents is of utmost importance. It is paramount. The Bible says that even Jesus said, I only do what I see. Not heard. What I see my father do. Because certain things can be taught, but most things are caught. You can be taught through a lesson, lesson, but it's only caught if you're in the presence. When you read the Bible without his presence, you just get a lesson. But when you read the Bible with his presence, you get revelation. Ooh, ooh. Presence is important. Most sons don't know how to be men because they did not see the physical manifestation of their fathers in the home. You become what you behold. So because my father is not there but Instagram is there, I become that. Because you're going to become something. Amen. Presence is important. Sometimes you just got to be there. You ain't got to teach. You ain't got to correct. You, come on, y'all. I hear you this morning. Sometimes you just got to be there. 
especially when it matters most. Just be there. Don't suck your teeth because you're not getting anything out of it. Sometimes your responsibility is just your presence. <sighs> A family going through crisis, death, your presence, the presence of family and friends alone, just sitting at the house with them. It's important. You don't realize how valuable you are. Your presence here today is important. As a community, when a threat hits, we band together. It's important. People protest, people march, people say, hey, I'm not gonna stand for it. And even if you don't have a picket sign or a voice, your presence speaks. Presence speaks. When you can't find the words, your attendance speaks for you. So even though you're not saying anything everywhere you go, the fact that you show up there says something. That's why it matters where you go. Because you are valuable. My mom used to tell me when she used to manage me, don't be going to every concert, don't be, because where you go, you condone. <laughs> I said, no, I don't. I mean, one of my friends was in the audience. I just hung out. Yeah, but your presence alone says, I agree with all this. <laughs> so there goes trying to minister at a strip club. <laughs> Your presence speaks. You being here today says, I want to try God. I want to hear from him. I need him. Whether you feel like it or not, the fact that you are here today, your presence matters. He thought it necessary that his presence be seen and felt because they were going through the most confused time of their lives. They came out of bondage for 430 years. I don't know how to live unslaved. I've been fornicating for 50. I don't know how to live without having sex. I just want to go right there so we can get out early today. <laughs> Y'all like that one. That second one was like, whoa. Yeah, I went from zero to 100. So so we can get on out of here today. <laughs> I don't know how to live without lying or finessing. You got to lead me. And I got to see you. You can't just tell me how to do this. You got to show me. So you need the word so you'll know what to do. But you need the spirit so you'll know how. When you have the spirit in your heart and in your mind, when you receive Jesus, you have his Holy Spirit. Now you have new options. And now I can see myself telling the truth instead of lying. That's the cloud on the inside. It's a seen presence. 
within you because now the cloud is not outside of us. Come on, y'all. The cloud is on the inside. Now I can see myself living better. I can see myself at harmony with my family. I can see myself off drugs. I can see myself not being an alcoholic. I can see myself in a restored marriage. I can see myself advancing in education and my career. I can see it now. Because the spirit, the cloud and the fire is a hope on the inside of me. We need the fire in the cloud. I said we need the fire in the cloud. It is our assurance that the promise is on the way. <laughs> it's our confirmation that it's still going to happen. Because you can hear a word, or you can hear something that's cool, and you can get excited about it. And if it don't happen in two, three, four days, two, three, four weeks, two, three, four months, two, three, four years, your hope will be deferred, and you'll faint. And the enemy is trying to get us all to faint, because if we faint, we won't reap. Be not weary. In well-doing, fan the fire. <laughs> Keep it burning. Be not weary in well-doing, because you going live, live. Online, live, wherever you live, you are going to reap. That's good news right there. For some who have sacrificed certain things and trusted God to a certain level, let me assure you, you will reap. Faint not. I say it all the time. Don't faint before you reap. Tell somebody close to you through your mask. Don't faint before you reap. <laughs> the purpose of being born again being saved from sin, believing that Jesus Christ died for all of my sins. First of all, you got to believe you got sins. If you think, I mean, I fornicate, but you're not saved. Or you don't believe. How could you believe in Christ dying for your sins if you don't have any? If you don't have any sins, you're not a believer. Uh-huh, I believe in Jesus. Mm -mm, you can't. You believe he was a teacher and a prophet like most people do. But he cannot be Savior if you have nothing to be saved from. Come on. How many can admit in here that I have or have had some sins, dysfunctions, offenses, bitterness, evil? Come on, evil intent. You want somebody to trip because they tripped you? Evil. That's evil for evil. Come, can we be out? Where live at? Could, visitors, y'all can be quiet, but where am I real? I need to live real quick. How y'all doing? Good to see you. Come on. If your hand is not raised, well, if it was not raised, you have no need for Christ. 
And if you have no need for Christ, you're already dead. Because it's in him we <laughs> live. He said, I come. I'm about to... I come that you might have life. If you don't have Jesus, you ain't even living yet. You have not started living yet. You started a business, but you ain't started living. You started a relationship, but you ain't started living yet. I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Why are you living without life? How can you live without life? It's called the walking dead. Zombies all look the same. You just, everything on social media, you look just like them. You mad at what they mad at. You got when you You confuse when they confuse. When the world go crazy, you go crazy. They don't like Trump, you don't like Trump. Black Lives Matter, everything. The walking dead. Jesus comes to snatch you out of the cycle. It's not just the zombie of your world. Watch this. It's the zombie life of your family. They do it this way. Family do it this way. And in the name of loyalty, you got a family over everything. Says who? I just want, I just, just give me the scripture. I'll leave you alone. Oh, honor your mother and father. Got it. Obey them that your days may be long. Got it. Where's, where's the cousins, uncles? Where? And honor and obey your parents to me is until you come of age. But the Bible don't say that. Or you're married. When you're married, you leave your mother and your father. So this allegiance we have to family ways is attempting to replace his ways. So you become a zombie. You become a Johnson zombie. All the Johnsons do this. Now you're a Williams zombie. All the Williams, the Williams do this. And the triplets, all the triplets do this. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. Just, we just all do this. God comes to snatch you out. Or the family cycle said, man, I use them to bring you here, but you don't belong to them. I use your household to bring you here, but you don't belong to your household. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein it's a good thing that I don't have to be tied into family like that because some grew up without your natural father some grew up without your natural father some grew up without your natural mother isn't it a good thing that he still leads and guides you with fire and cloud outside your family some of y'all, if you didn't see a cloud outside your family, you'll still be bound. You'll still be lost. You'll still be confused. But you saw a fire outside of the family cycle. Joseph saw a cloud outside his family. And he wound up being the head <laughs> over Babylon. And he wound up saving his family because he saw something outside his family. If you love your family, seek God and let him give you vision on how to deal with them. Because your way could be handicapped. Your way could be enabling. Never mind, man. I, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. 
Because there are certain things we don't move for. Family, it's like, mm -mm. it's like, yo. Before he used Abraham, he said, yo, leave your dad. Leave your mom and your dad's house. Leave, leave, leave. I can't even talk to you around them. You were born a Johnson, but you need to be born again. You were born a Tribbett, but you need to be born. I can't even deal you, deal with you through Tribbett thought process. I can't deal with you like that. And I'm not speaking against family. But I'm saying don't rest in family like you're safe as long as you're doing things their way. Because <laughs> you make the family happy and pleased doesn't mean you're pleasing God. That's another religion. You know how you got to please the church and please the bishop? That ain't pleasing God. When you please grandma and please grandma, that ain't pleasing God unless he tells you to go get grandpa a plea. Now you're pleasing God. But in the name of godly things, we do things our way. Let's get into it. I don't know why I'm talking about all of this. purpose of the Holy Spirit is not sin. Jesus handled sin. The Holy Spirit handles the flesh. And the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to advance us. The fire and the cloud was there to advance them. <laughs> it's one thing to come out. And I'm so glad we came out. All my saved people in here, let's just clap our hands for salvation. Brought us out of darkness. He brought us out of darkness. Oh, let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. He brought us. Hey! See, you don't see your darkness as dark. Was your darkness dark? Now the Spirit comes to give us his character, his mind, his ways, his movement, his swag. Yeah. You ever see a son like, he looks just like his dad. And he's just walking, huh? They don't even know what you're talking about. Just looking all goofy. He looks just like his dad. He ain't doing nothing. He's just being. Yeah. Just goofy. Just <laughs> Spirit comes to give you his likeness. Let's look at that first scripture. I feel like flowing today. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> so who he foreknew, God foreknew you. <laughs> before you were, he knew you. That's what foreknew. Like before you, he knew. <laughs> like he knows who your great, great, great grandchildren are now. Yeah, and you're 13. That's what I'm talking about. So since he foreknew 
you. He knew what you would choose. He knew what you would like. He knew your addictions. He knew what you would be attracted to. He knew what you would deny. He knew what you would receive. So since he knows all things, he predestinated you. In other words, he established your destination, where you're going to end up. Because I know you, I can determine where you're going to end up. Ain't that good? <laughs> Woo! It's like a navigation system. You start at home, but it already knows where you're going. So God already knows where you're going to end up because he knows you. Everybody has different destinations based on our heart. Let me, let me, let me keep going. Let me go. So he predestinated us to be conformed into the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus, God's intent is for Jesus to be the firstborn among many others like Jesus. He didn't make, he didn't start mankind over again like Adam. He started him over again like himself, like Jesus. When he made Adam, he walked with him. Let's talk. All right, go ahead, boy. Go enjoy your day. Go ahead, get out of my face. Enjoy your day. They just talked in the cool of the evening, not all day, every day. Just give me my meeting first. Go ahead, take care of the land. Till the ground. And, and, and Dr. Miles Monroe said it like this. He said that uh, when the first assignment God gave Adam was to work, to till the ground. It says to work. He, he said the word work there doesn't mean do a job. I forgot the Hebrew word for it, what it literally the word is, but the word means to become. So essentially, he put Adam in the midst of a garden with all these resources around him and said, become who I called you to be. He never gave Adam a chair, but he gave him a tree. So Adam had to become a carpenter and say, since I want to sit down, let me use this. Oh, it's quiet on that one. He, so there are things that you have answers in your life that don't look like answers. <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? You have, you have chairs in your life that look like trees and you think God has not provided you got tables and doors in your life that look like a forest. And you're like, God, when you going to send it? I did! You just see him as a friend. No, that could be your wisdom counselor. You just see them as a homie, but that could be your, that could be your help. You just... Just because you are misidentifying what I put in your place don't mean I have not already provided He's already made a way. He's already opened doors. He's already provided for you. You have got to become. And he did it like that on purpose so you would become. He didn't want to make Adam and then Jonathan and then David and then Quincy and they're a carpenter and you're a milkman. No, Adam, become. I want you to be able. Because if you sit and have everything come to you, you don't become anything. God doesn't want no mindless children with no talents, no gifts, no purpose, no joy, no creativity. You are all creative. I said you are all creative. Just because you don't make clothes and you don't write music and you don't dance and you don't draw art does not mean you are not creative. 
You are creative when you can look at a bad situation and say all things work together for good. So how this going to work out? I'm going to become the answer to this problem. I'm going to become the solution to my dilemma. That's why you're in trouble. So you can become the answer. He doesn't remove you from every trouble. So you can become skilled and well-versed in how to deal with things like this. He's making you a master. He's, hey, he's making you a master of that situation. Never mind. When the children of Israel won battles, they collected the spoil. And they put their banner on their land. We now own this territory. So the territory that was once a threat now belongs to me because I conquered it. If you don't conquer the territories that threaten you, you are still enslaved by it. So God keeps you in trouble until you overcome. And when you overcome, you got authority now. You could be like David and use his sword. Depression, you can't use me no more, but I'll use you. Yeah, I'm not depressed. I know what it is now. I know what it is. I guess I got it now. I got it. Stress, I got it. That means something is wrong here. I got it. Depression, that means I'm thinking about myself too much. I, that means I need to serve. I got it. I got it. I got it. Pain is a sign that something needs to be adjusted. I got it. It's never just pain. It's never just stress. It's never just depression. It is a lesson so that you can get your master's degree in it. <laughs> Anybody ready to get your master's degree? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The point of the Spirit is to mold and make us into the image of Christ, His Son. The purpose of the Spirit is to mold and make you into the image of his son. He, oh, listen, 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 listen. When they was in the wilderness, the children of Israel was complaining. I'm just flowing today, y'all all right? The children of Israel was complaining and fiery serpents came and bit all of them and they start dying, babe. They start dying. God said, Moses, Make me a serpent out of brass and hang it on the rod. He said, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say this in the Bible. I'm sure the last thing we want to see is another snake. But he made the snake out of brass. And I've taught it before. In order to make something out of brass, you got to beat it. You got to beat it. You got to heat it. You got to beat it until... Look, you have, if you ever seen anybody make a sword or something like that, it's real hot on the, on the sword, but then you got to beat it until it's molded into the image. Some of us are being beat into. You think you're being beat out of. I need to live today. Where y'all at? Hey, 
Some of y'all just taking pain as pain and I'm going through again and oh, just pray for me. No, some of this pain is you being restructured, rewired and beat into. You're not being beat out of promise. You're being beat into it. So just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. However he twists, you twist. However he move, you move. However he lead, you lead with it. However he rock, you rock with it. Because you're becoming something. He says, they that walk in the spirit, I'm just flowing, y'all. They that walk in the spirit mortify the deeds of the flesh. In other words, if you walk in the spirit, you kill the flesh. God is never trying to kill you. He's trying to kill things in you. But if you're so attached to the things, when he kills the thing, you're thinking he's killing you. He's not trying to kill you. There's some things in us that's so intertwined with us that he cannot stay. You ever have your kid go to a daycare? <laughs> He's like, I ain't got no kids, bro. Let's just say a story. Sally took her kid to the daycare. She didn't know it was paint day at the daycare. She comes home. Sally, she picks Sally up from the daycare. It's all these spiders and spider webs on her face. She's like, look, mom, we had paint day today. The mom like, girl, if you don't argy, 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 argy. If you don't get that spider off your face. Why? I like it, mom. I like, but it's, it's scaring me. It ain't like me. We don't like this. I don't, we don't. Con- if your kid comes to you not looking to your approval, you will take the initiative to remove the thing that's on them so they can look like you again. Okay. Maybe that wasn't a good analogy. I'm just trying to find y'all. I don't know. I don't write these stories down. I will scrub my daughter's face until that spider is removed. I would rather her have a heart. That's tied. I'd rather you have a heart on your face than a spider in a spider web or than a snake in a serpent. I'll be like, get that thing off you because that don't represent us, your household, or you. But she coming home happy because it was paint day. We're coming home with all these sins on us, all these dysfunctions, all these worries and stress. Like, hey, God, how you doing? He like, where you been? What you been doing? Who you been hanging with? Wait, no, 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 no. And if you love what you've been in so much, you'll get offended that he's cleaning you. We become so one with paint day. That cleansing is offensive. Feel me? That's why he says, be led by the Spirit. I guess I'm almost done. And I'm just getting started. But the Bible says, be led by the Spirit. Spirit is trying to conform you into the likeness of his son. 
So all the hard things God wants you to do, like forgive. He's just trying to make you like his son. <laughs> you just want to, uh-uh, you don't understand, uh-uh. God knows my heart, God, and that's the thing he's trying to change. God knows my heart, you shouldn't say that again because that's the one thing he's really trying to augment. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Be led by the Spirit. Church gatherings lately, or pastors and teachers, for a season, y'all, and if you leave after this, I get it. It's just looking weird to me. Because it's kind of, I love the gathering of the saints. I love the fellowship of the people. Let me get into this. <laughs> can't really tell you what's right for you. I can speak truth. And based on this truth, you draw your boundaries. Based on the truth, you sketch out your lifestyle. But even though I establish a truth here, and it is the word of God, and it is true, and you should follow it, you still got your own fire and cloud telling you which way to obey what I say. He says, be not drunk with wine. Paul, he says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. What an analogy. So instead of being led by Drinks. The same way that'll lead you. Hey, baby. Come here, you, you. Oh, hey, let me for a second. Let me, so, where you from? Where you from? You from Maitland? I'm from, I, I just moved to Phillips. So the same way, that'll lead you to do what you already want to do. Alcohol don't make you nothing. Uh-oh. Drugs don't make it. It accentuates who you already are. It removes the boundaries and <laughs> inhibitors. <laughs> so the real you comes out. The way you always want to live, but you're too scared that people going, when you get drunk, you're like, hey, so I just want to know, did you, did you call me or not? Because I asked you. You both, oh, ain't no inhibitors. The real you comes out. <laughs> Don't be drunk with wine, but the same way that the wine leads you, you just got to go with the flow. Let the special, let the, let the spirit, how? Let the, oh, I feel him. Let the spirit lead you. Like, you know what? I should pray today. The spirit should give you the strength to do what you really want to do, but the flesh is stopping you. I really want to seek him. I really want to know him. I really want to walk in his way. I really want to know my purpose. The spirit! Alcohol doesn't control you, but it leans you. The Holy Ghost ain't trying to control you, but it's going to lean you. Y'all quiet for some reason today. It leads you and guides you. No, don't cuss them out. Go home and pray. I don't want to do that. That's why I'm filled with the Spirit. 
because I really don't want to do it, but I'm too drunk to care. I'm too drunk in the spirit to care what I think about it. I'm too drunk to care what forgiving you will mean for you. We think, our, we think ourselves out of God's ways. So when you're filled with the spirit, you're too drunk to care what you think. You, nobody drunk think they look stupid. I'd rather look stupid in the spirit, praying, forgiving, loving, worshiping, it's quiet, reading, fasting, giving. I'd rather be that, I'd rather look that stupid. How? Because there's a greater reward for looking that stupid. Because the reward of the flesh is death, but the spirit is life and peace. Look at your neighbor and say, drink up. There's some new wine being poured out and lived today. He cut out my whole shot. Hey, Jesus. I said there's some new wine being poured out and lived today. Open up the mouth of your heart and drink up, live. Take a sip, live. He's pouring new wine over this building. He's pouring new wine. Oh, oh. Amanda. Oh, 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 oh. I'd rather look stupid, looking drunk in the spirit. Why are they running around the church? Why is the music so loud? Why is he screaming when he sings? Why has he got her hands up? I'd rather look stupid in worship than look drunk in love. Never mind, I'm sorry, Beyonce. When they were filled with the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, everybody in the hood thought they were drunk. Peter had to come out, no, no. We are not drunk, still looking crazy. We are not drunk. If I was Peter, I'd be like, we, 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 we are not drunk. If I was Peter, I wouldn't have got a sentence out. That one verse would have been six verses. We are not drunk. We, I couldn't even get it out. So I'm not Peter. We're not drunk like you think. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Hosea. That in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. Not on the church. Not on the hood. But upon all flesh. And you will see my glory from the east to the west. You will see my glory from the north to the south. You will see my kingdom come. You will see my will be done. But you're not going to see it outward first. You're going to see it in you. You ever want, did you ever desire a house or a car? Just give me a car, D'Angelo. Just get shout out a car. Mercedes-Benz. An Xbox. Oh, Tesla. Okay. What color? Red. He desires a red Mercedes Benz. That cloud and fire is in him. Something he sees. When you have a witness like that on the inside, 
you'll start to see it. Now, every time he drive, he... Did you see that red Mercedes? Okay, all right, all right. I thought I saw... Yeah. You saw that, right? That was a red Mercedes, right? Soon as I settle it on the inside, I'll begin to see it perpetuated on the outside. What God is about to do in your life, it ain't going to start on the outside. But lock it in on the inside. And you'll see it in your family. You'll see it in your business. You'll see it in your neighborhood. You'll set up on. You'll see it in your house. If you say, I'm going to have joy, you'll see joy on your blood. If you say, you're not with me yet, you're not with me yet, hide it in your heart. Let me end this. What I'm talking about. You cannot afford to wait to see it outside of you to give you momentum, to believe for it. You're going to have to have a, next slide, go to the pillar again. You're going to have to have a huge pillar of fire in you. Like it's heating up all Orlando. You got to have passion and conviction. And correction because the fire corrects. It's a refiner's fire on the inside. And then you become infectious. How can I have joy? Everybody in my house is depressed. You be the fire that ignites. When Mary came to visit Elizabeth, she just walked in like, hey Liz, how you doing? How? What's wrong with you, girl? Hail Mary, full of grace. Elizabeth, if you read it, started saying the same thing the angel said to Mary in private. Mary, you are highly favored of God. She said, oh, Mary, you are highly favored of God. She said the same thing because Mary carried the fire that ignited Elizabeth. And Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. But studies say that John the Baptist didn't move in six months. He was dead. He was about to be a stillborn baby until somebody with some fire showed up. Oh, I need y'all to get lit this morning. I said, I need y'all to get lit this morning. There's some people sitting next to you who is about to die. There's some people sitting next to you with visions and dreams that's stillborn. But when you praise him, you light up your whole room. Light it up, live. Light it up, live. Light it up. Light it up. Your praise lights it up. Your worship lights it up. Light it up. Somebody near you needs your fire. Somebody near you needs your joy. Somebody near you needs your love. Light them up. here every week to light you up I come here every week to fan the flame you got <laughs> and if it went out I'm here to light the pilot again <sighs> the cloud 
in the fire. And the spirit of God, which is representing the cloud and the fire, I'm done. I'm just going to stop. Thank you for your presence. Oh, thank you for your presence. drunk and cry up here for no reason to you. <laughs> I'd rather stand here full of tears because of his presence and I'll run the risk of you being confused. I'll take the risk of you being bored. His presence is here! Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Oh, All you need is with him. By day, the cloud blocked the sun. We was talking earlier, Chris, this week. Thank you for that text. It blessed me, bro. The cloud by day blocked the scorching sun so you can endure the weather. He doesn't always remove bad weather but he gives you the shade to endure it. The scorching hot sun provided shade and moisture. They were in the desert, so the mist and the moisture of the cloud refreshed them. The mist from the cloud was refreshing. Where they had little to no water, the cloud provided the moisture they needed. I can imagine them, if they could get, in, if they could get anywhere near it, just walking by the showers of the cloud, letting their kids run in and be refreshed in the presence of God and come back out. The cloud covers and refreshes. The Spirit covers you.
covers you. Nobody sees all your mistakes. Nobody sees all your wrong. Because you're covered by the Spirit. It refreshes you. And that cloud, same thing by night, it reflects the heat and warms the earth. So the cloud and the fire essentially is the same thing. Fire gives heat. Fire gives warmth. Fire protects. And I can imagine them running up with their little twigs and sticks, catching fire and bringing it to their little tents. If it was cold, just my imagination. You know what I'm saying? We, we have a resource that we can run to the fire. When we need a little bit of that in the house, we can go take some home with us. That's all y'all doing today. You coming to the fire, you're going to take some home with you. <laughs> I said, you're going to take some home with you. I said, take some of this fire home with you. Take this presence home. So, Father, we thank you for your presence. Many, 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 many other things we're going to share about this, but I feel this right here. His presence. It's primary. Everybody stand. I'm sorry if you didn't get a full lesson today, but I hope you caught something. Clap your hands if you caught something. I caught something. I caught. I don't need a whole explanation. I caught. I caught. Woo. Hey, Jesus. I want to talk about the importance of being led by this cloud and this fire. We'll talk next week. He says some days the cloud stayed for two days, some months, sometimes years. But the cloud moves at the pace of your heart. I wanted to say that before I leave. I like how we're flowing in the spirit right now. I like being drunk in the spirit. So I don't want to bring you to an intellectual place and think too much. But I do want to throw that out there. They said that the trip from Egypt to the promised land was an 11-day journey. It's supposed to take 11 days, Tank. It took them 40. How would it take 40 years if the Spirit was leading them? <laughs> and certain, you'll see in the, let me stop because I'm about to teach. Mm -mm, mm -mm, I just said I'm not going to go there. But let me tell you this one part. One time they were going around the same mountain. I love, come next week, I love you. <laughs> I like to talk back. Amen, yes, amen, yep. And God said, how long are you going to go around this same mountain? How can you ask me that and you're leading me around the same mountain? Essentially, God is saying, I'm frustrated. The Spirit... <laughs> Don't grieve the spirit. The spirit is like, yo, will you please learn the lesson of this mountain so I can lead you forward? The reason why the spirit keeps taking you around the same problem is because we have not learned the lesson. The spirit moves at the pace of your heart. When you're ready, when you're humble, when you're grateful. When you, when you can handle blessings, 
You think people can't handle pain? Pain is easy. Success? Whoa, that's hard. And most people are unsuccessful here like, please give it to me because you think. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stay on this presence. But next week we're going to get into why it took 40 years and how it won't take you that long. In the name of Jesus. Let me prophesy this to you. You are coming into your promise quicker than you think. I'm a... You ain't got to agree with me. I got a fire on the inside of me. I said, you're coming into your promise sooner than you think. My mentor says, the wait is long, but the work is quick. The wait is long, but the work is quick. God is about to do a suddenly in your life. You're going to wake up and suddenly, suddenly, he's going to make a way. Suddenly, he's going to bring you out. Suddenly, you're going to walk into your promise. Live. Your promise is coming sooner than you think. And if you got any sense at all, I need you to get drunk in praise right now like you believe it. Look stupid for a minute. Look crazy for a minute. Because you believe that my promise is coming sooner than I thought. It's not going to take me as long as my family. It's not going to take me as long as others. I'm coming next. Suddenly. 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 Ow! Excuse me for screaming. But I'd rather look drunk screaming. Because I believe a promise. Ow! I need everybody to scream in here. One, two, three. Yeah! Yeah! My blessing is coming. I'm sorry for losing it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get excited for what's on the way. <laughs> if your favorite cousin is in town, cousin Susie's coming over. You get excited not because she's here, because you heard she's on the way. Live, I'm here to tell you your blessing, your breakthrough, your healing, your new season. Your promise is on the way. And you ain't got to wait till it comes. You can get excited right now. You can shout right now. You can jump right now. You can celebrate right now. All right. You got that fire. I see you, sis. You, oh, look at her. See? 
Make sure she don't fall, because she got that fire up there. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. So live. Ooh, I gotta go. Let's just get it all out. When I count to three, everybody scream hallelujah. One, two, three, hallelujah! Okay, so I said get it all out, that's it. Let me leave you with this, what God gave me, my man. This is it, I'm leaving you with this. We got, the production is on fire up there, look. Stay lit! Look at your neighbor and say, stay lit. Don't let trouble take your fire. Don't let pain quench your fire. Don't let stress quench your fire. Stay lit. All right, we, I'm yelling too much. <laughs> I'm feeling this today. Woo. So, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm old school. Sometimes my mouth want to speak sensibly, but my feet is telling me to dance. You understand? So if y'all give me about 30 seconds, I'll be right back with you. I'll be right back with you. All right. Your blessing is on the way. On the way. Your blessing is on the way. All right. So listen. This week. This week. This week. This week, <laughs> oh my goodness, the cloud is here, y'all. The fire is here, y'all. I feel a moving. I feel a moving. I feel a moving. I said, I feel a moving in here. This is what I want you to do this week. Tim, this is going to sound so elementary, they're gonna, they might ignore it. Pray. The Bible says men ought always pray. And what I learned is we generally pray for things. So if we don't get it, we get discouraged and we stop praying. Or if we do get it, we stop praying because we got what we was praying for. Prayer is not just for things. It's for you to become. So while you're praying for something, you're becoming stronger in faith. Y'all miss what I'm, y'all miss what I'm. For you to get on your knees or however you pray and speak to nothing and believe that there's a God you're speaking to, your faith. So the more you pray, the more you sharpen your spirit, the more you condition your ear to know his voice. It's not just about getting a new car or getting this or getting your stimulus. Your stimulus. It's not just prayer for things, even though you can start like that. 
like, Lord, heal my heart. I'm saying, start like that. But when he does it, or if he doesn't do it immediately, keep praying. He put prayer in place not to just answer you, to develop you. You ever been looking for your keys and find your shoes? Or vice versa? You ever been looking for one thing and find four other things? I had to learn to be grateful for that. Because I used to find like six things, but not the one thing I was looking for. So I still thought it was all a waste. Like, where are my, where are my Gucci glasses at? I don't care about these shoes, these keys, and these hundred dollars that I found. Where's the glasses? But the purpose of the search was to find those other things. There are things missing in your life that you don't know. There are things you need that you don't know you need. Or you forgot you need. I forgot I had you look in the, you know what I mean, that pillow, that the couch crevice. Don't act like you don't know about the couch crevice. You find all type of Doritos and, all right, I'm sorry, not, not food, but in prayer, you're praying for one specific thing, but you'll find so many other things you need for your journey. So this week, pray without ceasing. Live. Pray for nothing. God, I'm just praying because I should talk to you. I love you. Thank you for this day. Just walk. Bless, the, bless whoever made the steps. Bless the carpet makers. Bless this young lady in the yellow. Bless the Just start praying. It's going to sharpen and fan the flame of the fire inside. It'll fan the flame. Sunday to Sunday ain't going to cut it, y'all. It's a nice little hit. I say cute things, but I'm not your God. And I ain't going home with you to your issues. But you got a cloud and a fire on the inside. Pray without ceasing this week. And praise him. Pray and praise. Let's do that this week. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you for your cloud and your fire. You never leave us. You always lead us. <laughs> you never leave us. You always lead us. Even if we don't feel your presence, it's not because you left. It's because you started leading us. We need to follow you out. <laughs> that means we were in a place too long and didn't know it. Because you never leave us. You always lead us. So this week for the things we face, fire for the issues we're confused about the cloud for the direction we need send the cloud for the answers we need send the fire we're going to pray without ceasing we're going to praise you we're going to read your word and we're going to follow the fire in Jesus name everybody clap your hands and say amen Come. Liv we love you so much I feel that some of us may be moved to give again. It's not everybody. And I never say this in five, four years. This Friday, April 16th, we celebrated four years. Literally, that's the day we started, April 16th. Is it four? Yeah, four. Four. We don't make big deal. I didn't make a big deal about it. Uh, it's not really about the church, it's about his work. But I just want y'all to know that. 
It was this Friday, right? Yep. It's four. Five if you include the Bible studies before the launch. So you know in five years, I never asked this, but some of you may be moved to give again. The word has touched you and you feel a leading to give because some of our answers is giving. Any counselor, anybody who's not even saved will tell you the response to depression is serving and giving. Unless you take pills the rest of your life and they make money off you. Or you're depressed, you're too consumed with thoughts of yourself. You need to give. Give time, give money. So even counselors will tell you that. Some of our answer is giving. And if you're moved right now by the cloud and the fire, please give again for your benefit. You all know or you might not know, we are looking to purchase this whole property, the Holy Land. Yes! We're going to possess the land. Ah. We believe in God for that so we can have storehouses and food and education. Come on, y'all. A safe place for our families and our tribe. So your giving helps with that, though we're not putting the sole responsibility on you. It's his vision, so he is to send provision. But if he's moving on you to play a bigger part, give right now in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, even online. To everybody else, follow the cloud, follow the fire. Thank you all for joining us today. At Live Church, we love you. We'll be right back next week to light you up again. Get ready to get lit again next week. But until then, stay safe. Stay at peace. Stay in your place of joy. Don't let nobody move you. Be healed in your heart and in your body in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, I am healed by his stripes. Have a good time this week. Be happy. You're a child of God. You got the presence of God with you, man, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your joy, your peace, your pillar of cloud, your pillar of fire. Go with us this week in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. amen. The Lord is with us, live. Therefore, we, we will, will not fail. fail. Sing us out, Tim, in his presence. We love y'all. I see y'all at the trend across the street if you're coming over. Thank y'all for joining us on the live line. You are our extended family. Remain in his presence and follow the fire and follow the cloud. We love you. Until next week. Live. Your name is above all names. Worthy of all our praise. Worthy of all our praise. Sing mighty are the works of your hands. Sing mighty are the works of your hands. Your name is above all names. You're worthy of all our praise. Sing mighty all the works of your hands. Sing mighty all the works of your hands. Come on. Your name is above all names. You're worthy.
Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.